Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Well, welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show. And again, I'm your host, Michael Wall, joined each and every week with Miss Michelle Wright. As she is uh, right here in front of me saying, it's good to be right. Why be wrong, right? <laughs> exactly. And that, that's how I feel. But yeah, no, it is, a, it is going great and always good to see you, Michael. Absolutely. Well, I always enjoy seeing you. And folks, if you're just joining us, you've really been missing out on some great shows mm-hmm. in the past week. I'll tell you, we've had some stellar guests on and continue to have just quality information hopefully shared. By the way, we'd love your feedback. If there's things you're listening to the show and you're saying, you know what, I'd really love to hear more about this or that, or you have a question for us, connect with us. Either calling in 888-511-WALL. Again, that's 888-511-9255. Or send an email. You can send us an email to info at leanonthewall.com. Or if you love Twitter, if you're on Twitter like Donald Trump, he's tweeting, uh, I think, like 10 tweets every three seconds. Right. (laughs) Uh, Send us a tweet, at Lean on the Wall. And those are the couple ways you can get a hold of us. Again, if you love the phone, 888-511-9255. And let us know your thoughts or feedback for the show, things you'd like to hear. Maybe you just have a question about your personal situation. But, you know, Michelle, we're coming up on election season. We... On the end of it, and there will oh, be rejoicing in yeah. the right household <laughs> once that happens. I think everybody at this stage in the game is kind of saying, I don't, "Folks, I don't know how you feel out there." Obviously, you know, there's a lot of problems in the country. Uh, we don't want to make light of that in any way, shape, or form. But I got to be honest with you, I am getting tired of all mm-hmm. the commercials and the just continual. 24-hour news media. How about it, Michelle? Oh, my goodness, yes. I will tell you, I probably tired of it right around June. Yeah. And so I am officially <laughs> over it because it is it is crazy. And, and, you know, it's interesting that you bring up the election and whether or not folks have questions because we do have a question from John from Jupiter. Yeah. And his question has to do with the election. And mm-hmm. he wants to know whether or not his portfolio will be affected by the election, who gets into office, and really, what about that? I think a lot of people are wondering the same thing because there's a lot of fatigue. Yeah, People are kind of over it, and right. they're just kind of waiting to see what's going to happen yeah. before they do any moves. So what what about that, Michael? Will this election affect our portfolios? Well, let me say yes and no, and, and not to be uh, both sides of the coin. But, you know, Michelle, really, when you take a look at it, obviously, things move, markets move, right? Mm-hmm. When we look at our portfolio, when we look at investments, if you have investments in the market, now, obviously, if your investments are not in the market, they're in, you know, insurance type structures or CDs or at a bank, money markets, that sort of thing, you're probably going to be in a place where you're not going to see any effect with your portfolio at all uh, to the negative. Okay. So when you take a look at that, if, you're, if your investments are in the market, then we have to ask ourselves the question, why do markets move? Well, there's mm-hmm. several different reasons markets move, Michelle. One is because 
good data, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe the job numbers are up. Maybe, uh, I mean, w- looking at all these different parameters around markets, what's happening with markets? What's the housing market right. doing? You know, employment, as I mentioned earlier, company growth, all of these different things. So what's happening overall? Also trends, right? Just the market trends itself um, and, and, and how that affects overall markets. But then when you look at it in addition, the markets also can move because of emotion, mm-hmm. because we're emotionally driven people. And when people feel like there's an opportunity for hope or they feel like there's an opportunity for things that are going to be better in the future, they become optimistic. And when mm-hmm. people become optimistic, they tend to spend and invest more for the future. If they are not optimistic or they're feeling like, you know what, we're moving in the wrong direction and I don't know exactly what's going to happen. Now you're in a situation where markets can really halt or do a pause. Mm -hmm. So, you know, whether it's Hillary Clinton or whether it's Donald Trump, we know that there's going to be some change for sure, probably with Donald. Right. Uh, Hillary, we're not sure exactly how much change from the current administration is going to happen. But what we do know is with both of them, there's going to be uh, either regulations that are reduced or maintained or increased. You know, Mm -hmm. with Hillary, we know that there's probably going to be more regulations Uh, on small businesses and different things like that. With Donald, he once says he's mentioned to get rid of a lot of regulations, which is going to free up capital. So I think at this stage in the game, it's almost like holding a stock through earnings. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't know exactly what's going to happen with the earnings. There's some predictions, but we don't know for sure. I think this is a great time, though, just as it is any time, Michelle, to really take a step back and say, okay, what is happening with my current situation? Right. Because what we do know, Michelle, is we've really been in a bull run since 09 still. Mm -hmm. Now, we've kind of been moving into a sideways trend, but the fact is we've been in that bull run since 09. So this is a great time for people to just kind of step back and say, okay, let me take a second opinion on what's going on. Right. Here's a question that people do need to ask. And for this John in particular that called in and mm-hmm. doubt in, here's what I would say to John. John, I would say, listen, my suggestion would be is take a look at your portfolio. Mm-hmm. And if you look at your situation, remember back to what happened in 2008. Mm-hmm. And if you lost money in 2008 and then you, you know, kind of gained back right. what you lost, but you haven't made a whole lot of major changes. Maybe you've made some changes, but not many. Even markets today are different than they were in 08. Mm. We live in a new economy. It's the new reality, different markets. So my suggestion would be if you're uncertain or scared, really now is a good time to be stepping back and saying, okay, you know, maybe I need to get a second set of eyes, a fresh set of eyes on what's happening in my portfolio just to make sure, regardless of what happens with the election, that I'm going to be okay. That's probably my long answer, Michelle, to John. No, I think that that's a great point because people will look and, you know, it's that definition of insanity. If you keep doing the same thing, expecting different results, that is, you know, what the joke is, is that's the definition of insanity. And so it really is being able to look at what you have done in the past and figure out how to make those changes. And it would probably be more beneficial to make those changes prior to the election rather than post-election. Is that accurate? Well, I say it would be. You know, it's almost like, uh, you know, you want to prepare in advance. So mm-hmm. since we don't know necessarily what's going to happen, and, and also we what we do know, all right, so what you have to do is you say, okay, well, there's a lot of things I don't know. Right. Right? But what we can do is we can focus on what we do know. Mm-hmm. And what we do know is what I mentioned about market trends, where things are. We know that QE is ended. You know, a lot of people remember quantitative easing. Right. Okay, so there was a lot of QE happening. The Fed was printing money money was then being used to purchase treasuries and pushed into the markets via that that mechanism of QE. Well, 
QE was happening from 09 to about, you know, 2014, give or take. Mm-hmm. We know that QE is over, right? And we know that that is not happening anymore. What we also know is there's a big concern out there, Michelle, for, you know, we had several bubbles in the past. Mm-hmm. We had the tech bubble and then we had the housing bubble. And now I really believe a lot of economists would agree the fact that we are in another bubble. But mm. this bubble, I believe, is more of a central bank bubble. Ah. And the reason is because we're in a situation where there's been so much money that have been pumped into economies, right. created money. Right. That has been pumped into economies. And that is what, in a lot of ways, has pushed markets, have pushed economies. And now the faucet, the switch, so to speak, of that money's being dribbled in or, or driven in, if you will, to markets is over. Mm-hmm. And as we see that switch being turned off, we see markets after the switch was turned off, Michelle, basically going sideways. Right. So when you take a look at that, that would be a big concern that I would have is, you know, QE's over. I really do believe that we are in that central. I, I believe there's going to be another bubble there, and I believe we're in the midst of it. I really believe when that bubble bursts, mm-hmm. it's going to be bigger than 2008. I really believe that. I'm not taking it from a pessimistic perspective, right. but I am taking it from a demographic perspective, taking mm-hmm. a look at what's happening with the boomers as, as they move to retirement, mm-hmm. taking a look at how the generation behind them is doing as far as investing, right. which is not near what the boomers did, and also taking a look at what's happening globally mm-hmm. with the central banks infusing money into economies as almost they're propping up not only economies, but governments. Right. And that was going to be my question is, you know, it's not just domestically anymore. Our markets are more international, but when we look at what the international central banks are doing, they're kind of doing the same thing that we did back in 09 through the end of QE. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. And what you're seeing is, I really believe that you're going to see more Greece situations Mm -hmm. in the future. Because you cannot fix debt with debt. Right. You just can't do that. And folks, you're listening out there and you're saying, okay, that's resonating, but make sure you're paying attention because to get information and not take steps is not going to allow you to improve anything in your personal situation. And so really when I look at that, Michelle, I say, okay, what should happen? And I think if you just go with some real simple common sense, we know you cannot fix debt with debt. Right. At some point in time, you have to fix the root of the problem. And to date, we haven't done that in in societies. We just haven't. And that is the key. But you want to be able to fix the root of the problem in your personal economy and with your portfolio. And so that's where this leads me to our very special offer this week. And it's election proofing your portfolio, (laughs) which I think is so apropos to be able to do right now. And so, Michael, if somebody calls in, sets up an appointment, sends you an email, and they say, okay, I I heard you on the radio, and you're talking about the election. What does looking at taking that second opinion, election-proofing somebody's portfolio, what's that entail? Well, a lot of it has to do initially of just kind of understanding what goals, desires, and dreams of the person are. But then beyond that, we're going to take a look at cost and risk, right? Mm -hmm. Because Anytime you're taking risk that affects your portfolio, anytime you have cost and fees that affects your portfolio. Now, you're not going to get good wealth management advice for free. Everybody knows that, okay? But what we do want to do is because we live in a society where there's more efficient and more smart portfolios that we will utilize for clients. We want to make sure that we maximize that. So a lot Mm -hmm. of people, you know, are just in a situation where they're only using traditional things that they've done in the past and there's ways to maximize that. So sitting down, understanding goals and needs, Michelle, but also then looking at cost and risk 
and really what does that risk look like and how can we reduce it by really maintaining returns? We want to have our what's called standard deviation in mm-hmm. order. And we kind of dive through that and talk about what that looks like with the review. It's really it's really eye-opening in a lot of ways. Right. Now, I do know that your schedule is very busy, and so you have a limited amount of mm-hmm. time. So for folks listening today, how many folks can you handle to, to election-proof their portfolio this week? Well, you know, for those of you that are listening, you'll know in the South Florida area, we just uh, were in a place where we were okay from the hurricane. We got some mm-hmm. winds and things. So because of that, Michelle, we actually ended up canceling some things. Mm-hmm. So this week, we're probably going to have about four spots available, a little more than normal. We're going to have about four spots available this week uh, for folks to come in and sit down and take advantage of that should they choose to. All right. So let me go ahead and give you this phone number. It's 888-511-WALL. That's 888 Check us out on the web, leanonthewall.com. You can send us an email, info at leanonthewall.com as well. Stay tuned. We'll have more of the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall coming up next. You know what the stock market is going to do next week? Of course you don't. Nobody knows. Not even the so-called experts on the financial news channels. The fact is, today's financial environment is more complex than ever, and you need a solid team of professionals to help you maximize your wealth. That's why it's time to lean on the wall, as in Michael Wall and the team at the Wall Financial Group. They specialize in strategies designed to help you preserve and grow the retirement portfolio you've worked so hard to build. They can assist you with everything from tax and estate planning to wealth management. Give them a call at 888-511-WALL and see if you qualify for a complimentary living well retirement review with Michael Wall. That's 888-511-9255 or visit leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated. Thanks for joining us on the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Now let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. My name is Michelle Wright. Thank you so much for taking some time out of your very busy weekend schedule to join us here. We really appreciate that. That, of course, the Who and my generation, we are wishing Mr. Roger Daltrey from the Who a very happy 72nd birthday in my generation. Actually, that song, part of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's 500 songs that shaped rock and roll. So uh, Mm. when you think of The Who, they definitely shaped rock and roll. And for those of you who are CSI fans, have shaped CBS's (laughs) just late night because all of them are uh, Who songs that they play as uh, their intros to CSI. Another fun fact for you. That is a fun fact. You know, you know what's interesting is I do not watch CSI. I have never watched it. Really? None of the CSIs? Because there are like of 85 of them. <laughs> yeah, no, I've not watched any of them. When I went to Cuba, I was uh, connecting with one of the guys we went down with was Erwin McManus. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, pastor of Mosaic Church, done some TED Talks and a bunch of other things. Really cool guy from LA, uh, pastor of a church out there. But really, really artsy guy. And he's done some uh, really cool things with theater, music, and actually did some uh, video stuff and other production he was talking to me about this, you know, all these different media things. I'm like, I, look, I have four little kids. I don't right. watch a little TV. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? you're watching like the Wiggles and, and that mm-hmm. type of thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like we're we're on the ground, on the floor playing Candyland. And, right. 
you know, getting out the Uno game and wrestling around and, you know, an eight-year-old, six-year-old and twins are five. I mean, it's still, it's prime time now, you know, and that's right. important. And, and so, uh, but that's, that's what we're doing. No CSI at this stage in the game. And that's by the true. time uh, they go to bed, we're tired. That's true. Exactly. You're not trying to look at CSI. You just want to fall asleep as well because they have all the energy. I wish I could find a way to bottle the energy of little ones oh, and be, be able awesome. to sell it. I, I just haven't figured that out yet, but that's a, that's a million dollar idea right there. Well, we, we turn, we turn on the CSI network. It's called can sleep immediately right. after the kids go to bed, right? <laughs> that's what exactly. We do. That's the CSI that's going on in the wall. Uh, that's exactly right. <laughs> that's exactly right. A lot of fun, though. Yes. It's a lot of fun. Well, Michael, you know fun. what? We were talking um, a little bit about, and you, you were explaining to me, because I was I was a little questioning, I was a little skeptical when you talked about mm. flea yep. training, because mm-hmm. I'm like, am I fleeing training? Am I actually training fleas? Yeah. What is that? What are we discussing here? Well, it is crazy, and people listening to this out there, they're probably saying, how in the world does flea training have anything to do with finances or life or anything else, I'm sure, and I'm sure that's what you were thinking yes. <laughs> along the way, too. <laughs> so, yeah, we're talking about, we're, t- we're actually talking about training fleas, flea training, training fleas, and it's interesting, um, you know, you got to hang on here and listen to this, because it's amazing how uh, connected we can be with some of the philosophy. If you go to YouTube or other things, you can Google flea training, you watch videos, see how it's done. But what's interesting, and that was actually a chapter in my book, Michelle, Retire mm-hmm. Once, Retire Well, was the book. Um, and the, the uh, chapter is called Fleet Training. And, and what we talked about, or what I shared, was basically the idea of conditioning. And when you think about it, you know, we often think that, you know, we know that we can get conditioned to certain things. You know, it's just like, you know, if you are from the north and you live in the south and mm-hmm. all of a sudden you live in Florida for a long time, your body starts to get conditioned and acclimated to that, to that weather, weather yes. pattern, right? Yes, it does. Um, I can speak from experience. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, you know, there's all kinds of things where you can start to get conditioned as time moves along. And uh, there was some training done, again, with, with fleas here. And it's kind of, kind of interesting research done behind this. And basically what they did is they took these fleas um, and they put them in a jar. And again, that bad joke, you know, when the two fleas are going up the hill, should we walk or take the dog? I know, courtesy laugh. Ah, <laughs> oh, there it is. There it is. Yes, thank you very much. But they put these fleas in a jar and um, they put the lid on the jar. Now, what's interesting is fleas then would, they, they'd watch them. They would bounce up and they'd hit the top of the jar. Mm-hmm. Well, anytime they're hitting the top of the jar, that creates pain, obviously. Mm-hmm. And um, so that pain, after a little while, you know, started to say, John Flea said to Joe Flea, hey, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm going to slow down. Right. So I'll only jump so high I don't hit the top. Well, what they did through the research is they actually ended up taking the lid off of the jar. Now, what's interesting, Michelle, is now these fleas had total freedom. Mm -hmm. They could have jumped out and found any dog of their liking or whatever, but they ended up jumping up, but they had been conditioned now that they will only jump as high as the jar. And they actually did a little bit additional research, or they actually took those same fleas that were in that environment, Mm -hmm. and they took them out of the jar and just kind of set them on a desk, and they only jumped up still just as high as the lid of the jar. Wow. Wow. And even in the jar shape. So they didn't even go outside the boundaries of that jar shape. Yeah. So it's it's crazy when you hear about that. But to me, how does that tie into the financial world or life in general? Well, what happens is, as we look at ourselves as people, as humans, we realize that we have the ability over time to get conditioned or to be conditioned through pain. 
right? Right. I mean, you think about it. You know, a lot of people remember uh, the idea of 2001, a couple planes hit the Twin Towers. Mm-hmm. Horrible time for the country, unfortunately. But, you know, the stock market went down. Now, it was already in a downswing or a downturn before 9-11 happened. And that's right. an interesting point in the fact that a lot of people don't know or don't really think about. When they think of the 2001 and 2002 years, they think, well, you know, the markets went down those years because of 9-11. Not so. The market was already in a downturn for several months, even before 9-11 happened. And Michelle, that's a little side note here, but that's why it's so important to take a look at market cycle. Right. Because when we take a look at investing money, understand market cycles, we understand uh, normal market cycles, we realize that that is going to happen over periods of time. But anyways, going back to the condition, so people are, you know, start losing money, mm-hmm. uh, 0102. Then all of a sudden, 2007 happens, and you know, through those several years, the markets were pretty strong, and then 08 hits. Right. 2008, markets start losing, markets lose a lot of money again, and people start to say, you know, gee, they start to be conditioned to think that, you know, maybe the retirement that I always wanted, mm. or maybe the lifestyle that I always wanted financially, maybe it's not a real option. Right. You know, everybody's out there, everybody out there is losing money and, you know, maybe it's not a real option when the reality of it is there's a lot of strategies and there's a lot of things that exist out there today, Michelle, that lost no money in 2008, that lost no money in 2001 and 02. Mm-hmm. They may not have made a bunch of money, but you know, at the end of the day, zero is your hero, right? Right. I mean, heck, if the market's dropping 40% and you make nothing, you're glad you made nothing. Exactly. Now, I'm not suggesting that every strategy is right for everyone. And obviously, as I mentioned on a repeated basis, that's why we're independent and we can work with any investment that exists out there today. But it's really understanding, you know, what kind of conditioning do you have? You know, are you in a place where you watch TV and if you only walk into an investment shop where it's a huge, enormous building from one of the big houses or whatever it may be, you know, are you in the mindset that that is the only place that can provide you the type of service and advice Mm. I don't know. Right. You know, and, and so you got to be thinking through that and say, okay, what really is conditioning the way I see things? Is it because of commercials? You know, I see a, a bunch of financial commercials on TV and that causes me to say, well, this must be the right place. Now, maybe it is. I don't know. But the point is, take a look at elections. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in an election season right now. And, and how do most people vote? How do make, most people make their decisions? Well, most of the time it's commercials. Yeah. Yep. You know, in, in, in this election season, I mean, a lot of people uh, hate Trump. A lot of people love Trump. But at the end of the day, one of the things we do know is he has brought a lot of people into uh, paying attention or a little bit more attention to the political arena because of the celebrity status and all the nonsense and all the different things, good and bad, that are going on. So mm-hmm. when you take a look at that, it's it's kind of a good thing because... Uh, you know, people are paying a little bit more attention than just saying, you know, I don't really know who to vote for. So when I walk in uh, my election area, I'll just vote for the guy that's got the nicest sign standing outside when I walk in. Right. Not a good way to do it. Same way with your finances. You know, just because I I love what uh, has been said in times past with some of our guests. They say, you know, just because the things that are out there are old, you don't throw the old out with the new, Mm -hmm. but you must evaluate the old and determine how can that blend well with the new. And that's why a lot of times when we do research, as we've helped people, Michelle, for over 15 years now, we're looking at a lot of historical things, not just back the last 20 years and 30 years, but we're going back 80, 100 years. You know, economic cycles really do work on a consistent basis. And that, along with the goals and desires of the people we're working with, 
allow us to better create and tailor a plan that's more effective for them. So flea training is all about conditioning and it's about not being clogged in that condition like the fleas. And when you are released, when you do know there is other opportunity out there, you hear other opportunity, Mm -hmm. you're in a place where you say, you know what? I'm going to take action to at least check it out. Maybe it's right or maybe it's wrong, but unlike those fleas where they just stayed confined to that area, we don't want to be that way, Michelle. We want to, we want to live in, in, in a place where we can continue to be free and fresh and clear mm-hmm. with what we're doing moving forward, and financially think, and everything. Right, and that's a great point. When you look at it and you start to figure out, are you conditioned? Are you being conditioned? Like these fleas that were being conditioned and they didn't even realize that they were out of the jar. And it's that whole adage of thinking outside of the box. You want to be able to think outside of the box. I mean, you have worked so very hard to accumulate what you've accumulated, but you don't want to keep it at risk. But maybe you think, well, there's only one way to do it. And We're here to tell you there's more than one way to do it based on your goals and your specific needs. Michael and the team at Wall Financial Group, they can help you figure that out. In fact, there are three different companies, Michael, that you work with. So that's, I mean, in and of itself, that's out of the box and helping folks avoid that conditioning of there's only one way that I have to do this and and I've got to figure that out. Well, that's right. I mean, we knew that, uh, first off, not everybody is the same. Not everybody's equal as far as what they're doing, financially, goals, et cetera. And so the three companies that we have, obviously, Wall Financial Group, Wall Private Wealth, Wall Lasser & Company, are all designed uh, to add a complementary service to one another. But at the end of the day, they're designed to, at the end game, meet the needs of the client based on the needs that they have. And so, you know, we want to be considerate of that. And I want to be cautious of that in, in, in really designing something that we know is going to be a true tailored experience, a true independent experience. And, you know, I, I love the, the quote from Zig, um, which I mentioned from time to time, but I think things that are, are, are good are worth repeating. And, you know, he says, uh, someday I'll either say I'm glad I did or I wish I had. Someday we will all say mm-hmm. either I'm glad I did or right. I wish I had. So we're in a situation where now that we know uh, there's maybe other opportunity or other potential or other things out there. And if we're not happy with what's happening and we don't make a change, it is now on us, regardless there, of what it is. Exactly. Whether it's money, health, spiritual, everything. It's on us because we have to seek out the, the reality of, of what's there and there are solutions and that's the good news in today's society. So let me give you the phone number so you can get in touch with Michael and the team. 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-WALL numerically. That comes out to 888-511-9255. As always, thanks for joining us this week. And here's to a healthy and wealthy week. We'll see you next week. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to the Wealth and Health Radio Show with Michael Wall. To schedule your own personal appointment, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. And to find out more about Michael and the Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated. There's an old saying, a goal without a plan is nothing more than a wish. If one of your goals is a comfortable retirement, it's going to take more than just wishing to make it happen. Fortunately, Michael Wall and the team at the Wall Financial Group can help. 
They specialize in helping families protect and grow their wealth. And they can customize a strategy to help you achieve the kind of retirement you deserve. Instead of just wishing, why not take the first step towards actually making something happen? Call 888-511-WALL and see if you qualify for a complimentary Living Well Retirement Review with Michael Wall. That's 888-511-9255 or visit leanonthewall.com. Welcome to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. Michael is a speaker and author of two best-selling books and the president of three financial companies. Everything that we've created, the different companies, the different divisions, has all kind of been born out of a need. You know, it's not necessarily saying, hey, uh, let's go do this. It's, it's more so saying, you know, where is the need that we see and where are some places that we can fill that need and add value? And then we've kind of created solutions around it. He's also been a guest on several national media outlets like CNBC, Fox Business, and Bloomberg. His passion is to help you live well in retirement. He is also a dedicated husband and father and a big supporter of several local and national charities. Now, it's time for the Wealth and Health Radio Show with your host, Michael Wall. Welcome in, folks, to the Wealth and Health Show, and I'm your host, Michael Wall, in brand new week. Hope you're having a good, uh, hope you had a good last week. Hope you're ready for a great new week and a, a good weekend. Michelle, I know it's always exciting to uh, kind of brush off the previous week. Maybe it was good, maybe it was bad, but, you know, the cool thing is, is you kind of get to start a fresh new day each and every day. How about it? Exactly. And that, I love that because you can wake up and everything's new again and you're like, okay, I may have blown it yesterday, but today, <laughs> today's a whole new day. And, and so we're ready it's to go. It's a brand new day. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, and, and that's really the neat thing. Folks, at any point in time, you may want to reach out to us and just kind of learn a little bit more about us or listen to previous shows. I'm going to encourage you to go to leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com or call us toll free, 888-511-WALL, 888-511-9255. And Michelle, I wanted to share this thought just kind of starting out here. Mm-hmm. I thought it was neat. You know, uh, I was uh, at service the other week in uh, Christ Fellowship here in Florida and Todd was talking about the idea of um, stop trying and start training. Now he was talking about this in relation to faith, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, People say, oh, I'm trying to live right. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to grow. Uh, He said, listen, stop trying and start training. It's the idea of, can you imagine somebody just showing up at the Olympics? You know, they just show up standing uh, on the platform next to Michael Phelps. You know, Mm -hmm. they put their Speedos on. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And they they just show up. They say, you know what? All right, I'm going to go ahead and swim with Phelps. And I'm going to try my best to beat this guy. Right. I mean, it's just just not going to happen. Right? It's not going to happen. No. But at the end of the day, training is where, that's what's really going to allow you to, you know, what was interesting, Michelle, is Michael Phelps, little known fact, I don't know if you caught this out there, folks, but he swims 50 miles a week. Wow. Think about that. Yeah. Now, this isn't like swimming in the ocean or swimming in a big lake. This is like a pool where it's back and forth and back and forth, (laughs) you know, 50 miles. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yes. So he's put in the training. And, and I think, you know, it really resonated with me, Michelle, when he was talking about this, because, you know, whether it's our faith, whether it's life, whether it's family, whether it's a relationship with your spouse, whether it's your finances, uh, whether it's taxes, tax planning, whether it's estate planning, you know, all of these different things, instead of just say, well, you know, I hope it's going to work out. I'm going to mm-hmm. try and do my best here. I, I don't really know, but we're just going to try. Instead of saying, okay, let's train. Training involves getting a coach, right, that right. actually knows what they're doing. 
and bringing that coach into your corner and saying, okay, coach, tell me what I'm doing right and what I'm doing wrong. And you teach me and help me as I go through this process. And I just thought it relayed so well, Michelle, to, you know, as we talk with clients about them being their own CEOs, Mm -hmm. not just of life, you know, whatever you do in life and and the the decisions and choices you make, but also in your portfolio and your wealth and your taxes and your planning. You're, You're the CEO, but a lot of times you need coaches or other people, CFOs, chief financial officers around you helping with those decisions. So he, he shared that. And I thought, you know, just the light bulb went on. I thought, you know, that just applies to so many things that we do in life, just even fatherhood for right. me, you know? Right. I can it, talk about, I'm going to try and be a good father, but exactly. then not spend any time with my kids. Well, mm-hmm. it's not going to work like that. You got to spend the time. You got to put, winners are willing to do the hard work, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you know, what's interesting is there's also the aspect of you need to listen to the coach mm-hmm. because, you know, the coach can tell you all you want to know and how to do it. But if you don't actually listen and put it into practice, that would, you're not going to get far that way either. No, no, you're absolutely not. And so, folks, if you're out there and you're struggling and you need a coach, seek the right one out. And certainly we can give some guidance. We're not right for everybody, but we've been able to help lots of families over the years. LeanOnTheWall.com. And I know, I know, Michelle, you wanted to jump in and you had something from a... A very famous coach. coach. Yeah. Yes. And this is, I love this time of year, Michael, because football is back in season. Mm-hmm. And I am a huge football fan (laughs) and I don't know if anybody else out there remembers but the 1986 Bears team they had the Super Bowl shuffle going on the Bears Uh, exactly and so Saturday Night Live skits all over the place yes Blues Brothers it was great and Mike Ditka was the coach of that team when they you know went out there and if you've never seen the Super Bowl shuffle video it is um it is classic in bad rap go google super bowl shuffle right exactly and so when you think about it i'm like these guys played awesome football they should not have been rappers but (laughs) (laughs) stay focused on what you're good at what you're good at and they are great at football and they had a great coach and Mm. uh we recently got the chance to catch up with mike dicka who coached there and mike i know you met mike dicka for a little bit and um but i want to play this clip because mike dicka shares his thoughts on money and what he thinks that we should be doing with our money well i grew up i mean we didn't have any and i learned when i uh, played pro football that you don't spend everything you earn you put it away you save it and then uh and i've done that over the years and it's paid off for me so uh I can make it to the finish line now. And that's really what we all want to do is keeping with the sports theme is be able to make it to the finish line. Well, it's true. And, you know, Mike is just such a big guy. You know, I had a chance to connect with him and we uh, spent some time together a little while back in Chicago and just really got to know each other a little bit. And he's a big dude, but he's just soft spoken. Um, You know, you see him on the field and stuff and going at it. But I mean, he's just really a soft hearted, good hearted guy. Mm -hmm. Uh, In fact, it's funny, Michelle, I look at the picture that we have together with with Mike and I and I mean his head versus mine it's, <laughs> it's just totally totally different but it's it's a lot of fun but no I mean it's absolutely right you know it's the idea of small steps repeated right mm-hmm. I mean nobody's going to go up to a big oak tree and just say well I'm just going to take one chop with the axe and knock this thing down I mean it's it's the small steps repeated it's the things that people do when nobody's watching it's continual process to push forward to to success you know whatever that looks like and 
and and that's that's what we see even with the portfolios, constant evaluation. Sometimes there's a need to to sit on the sidelines. Sometimes you know, with all the things going on in the world today, with the terrorist things, with mm-hmm. the political things, with all these different things, it can be challenging for people to say, you know, what should I do? And uh, sometimes just stepping back, sitting down, and having a conversation. Uh, with someone new and fresh, right, can put you in a place where you can maybe see things from different perspectives that you just never looked at it from that before. And and now you have a clearer perspective of maybe what you should be doing with your future. Right. And I think that is great to be able to get that perspective, figure out what we should be doing with our future. And that goes back to the whole coaching and training aspects as opposed to just trying. You got to train and you got to listen to your coach when that comes. Well, you really do. And, you know, I, I love this thought. I, I was uh, flying uh, to Utah the other day on the way I listened to a, a TED Talk, and there was mm-hmm. a quote there from Sir Ken Robinson. And the quote is, if you're not prepared to be wrong, you'll never come up with anything creative. Mm. And, and what's interesting is when you look at life, you know, when we're the most excited, we're the, we're the most, we're adding the most value to other people. We're being creative. We're doing things. We're saying, hey, here's a problem. Hey, there's there's inner city problems here. There's there's nonprofits here that need help. There's animals that need rescued. There's kids that need, that have been abandoned, that need mm-hmm. help. There's all these, there's this trafficking in the world that, you know, we're really starting to get involved with at our church is, is how can we, you know, be a part of the solution to this really heinous situation. Right. And, you know, when you, when you really start and think outside the box, that's when you become creative. Not everything may work, but you got to think outside the box. Same way with your finances. When you live on purpose, when you're living there and you're not just in a place, Michelle, where I know when people come in and we sit down and we have a meeting, a lot of times they're just looking for a second opinion mm-hmm. and we're sitting down. I, I had that the other day. I had a, a couple call in and they said, hey, you know, we're, we're doing what we're doing. We have a relationship with the current person, but we just feel like we want to get a second opinion on what we're doing. We're moving into a different stage in life. We're moving closer to retirement and we just want to get a second thought. So, you know, we're going through that process with them and they're, they're sealing, seeing, we're really unveiling the fact that, yeah, we do think differently because listen, even in the doctor's world, mm-hmm. you know, a podiatrist is different than someone that's going to do surgery on your hip. Exactly. You know, it's, it, they're both doctors. Uh, they're both certified. They're, they both went through training mm-hmm. and they're professionals, but they work on different parts of the body. Right. And that's what happens in the financial world is you got to make sure that's one of the chapters in the, in the new book coming out, you know, to make sure people find the right advisor, the right advice giver, so to speak, mm-hmm. for the stage of their life that they're in. And that way we can solve problems, think outside the box and really tackle these issues. Then the cool thing, Michelle, is we get to use monies for a purpose. Right. You know, we got all these issues that I mentioned before these charities and these things that are struggling in the world, kids that are abandoned and animals and trafficking and all that. Now we can really get our monies focused on not just saying, okay, I'm worried about outliving my money in my life, but how can we take this as a tool and use it as a tool to add value to other people while maintaining the kind of lifestyle that we want to live at the same time? Right. And to be able to do that, and Michael, you mentioned your book. It's new. It's coming out. It's called Retire Once and Retire Well. Tell me a little bit about that book and how that's helping folks. Well, you know, it was a lot of fun to put together, Michelle. It it definitely took some time sitting down, thinking through. And and my goal, really, tangible takeaways that people are going to read. I wanted to put together a simple, easy-to-read guide that really breaks through and cuts through the fog of the financial field. You know, obviously, you know we've connected for some time. And folks, if you're just tuning in or if you've listened to us for some time, One of the things that I found as we've been blessed, I've been blessed to have the opportunity to share advice 
on a variety of national media stations, whether it's CNBC or Fox Business, Bloomberg, whatever. And in doing that, you know, I've just kind of gotten a little turned off to the financial industry because I feel like they're just really not giving clear, simple answers to consumers to really be able to make good decisions around their wealth. So I really wanted to put something together that was simple and easy Mm -hmm. to help people make good decisions. How do you find the right advice giver? You might have a relationship with someone, but maybe they're not the right advice giver for where you are and where you want to go in life. How do you, how do you break through that fog of wall street to really clearly understand uh, some things that quite honestly, a lot of times they don't want you to know, but it's, it's something that are going to impact your portfolio. So we kind of dive into some of those things as well as stewarding your wealth. Well, how do you steward? Well, not just life, but the money you've been blessed with and as well as a bunch of other things. So a lot of fun. I, I I really believe uh, people are going to get some great value from it. That is fantastic. Retire once, retire well. It's the second edition. I'm going to go ahead and give you the phone number so you can call Michael. If you've got any questions about anything that we have covered today, how you can go ahead and steward your money well, what that looks like, or really being able to take some lessons from a coach that can coach you in this next phase of your life. Michael and the team can help you with that. Let me give you that phone number again. It's 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. Again, we're on the web, leanonthewall.com. Stay tuned. We're going to have more of the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. That's coming up on the way next. Hey, folks, it's Michael Wall here. Just wanted to share a quick thought on how you can make a huge impact on someone else's life. As an active member of Christ Fellowship, I've had the opportunity to interact with a variety of top-notch charities. And it can be challenging sometimes to know where to get involved, either with your time, financially, or both, and then to be sure that your gifts and donations are really making a change. So I wanted to share with you an organization that has recently been ranked number one by Charity Navigator and is dramatically improving the lives of young people, Place of Hope. Place of Hope has been doing just what its name says, giving hope to young people since the mid-90s. I want to encourage you to visit placeofhope.com. Again, that's placeofhope.com to learn more and to see how you can help the cause of improving our nation one child at a time. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with your host, Michael Wall. Michael has appeared on several national media outlets like Fox Business, Bloomberg, and CNBC. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Wealth and Health Show with Michael Wall. My name is Michelle Wright. Thanks so much for taking some time out of your very busy weekend schedule to join us here. We appreciate it. Let me give you our phone number. It's 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. That right there, Mr. David Bowie and changes from 1972. Now, Michael, speaking of changes, I know you <laughs> just uh, took a, a, a tour that is leading to some changes for Christ Fellowship. Yeah, it's been amazing, Michelle. We, um, you know, been really involved with Christ Fellowship and really just a lot of growth in the campuses. I, I had the opportunity, I picked up Todd Mullins, the senior pastor on a Sunday. We drove up to Port St. Lucie campus and just to check it out. And it's just amazing what God is doing up there. I'll tell you, you know, they, the expectation of people coming was way exceeded. Uh, they actually had to move this Sunday to a third service. And it's just really, really neat to see 
all that's happening and the positive uh, things that are going on around that church and mm-hmm. just, um, you know, things that are going on. I'll tell you, you know, the importance of it, it just really brought to mind the value, Michelle, of having the right team around you to be right. in a place where, you know, you can't have that kind of uh, growth without having the right team around you. And it really caused me to think about folks stewarding well uh, what they've been blessed with, Mm -hmm. right? You know, we've all been blessed with a certain level of wealth. Uh, It's different for each person. But at the end of the day, what are we doing to really steward it well? What are we doing to take that monies and and the gifts and abilities that God's given us uh, to really steward well and, and really impact other people's lives? And, you know, part of that, I really believe over the years of helping people and protecting and growing their wealth and finding purpose in life as we sit down and have meetings together. I really believe part of that process is making sure that you get your financial ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. You know, making sure that you're not just out there saying, well, I hope everything works out or, you know, this is what I've done all these years and I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and, and hopefully <laughs> expecting different results. And, you know, similar to what Christ Fellowship has done by really laying the groundwork and spending a lot of time in prayer and putting the right people in place, having great leadership from folks like Pastor Tom and, and Todd, you know, being in a situation where they're preparing and they're expecting success because they've prepared in advance for that. And I just think that's so crucial, Michelle. A lot of folks miss it. They see these organizations growing, but then they don't take the same steps themselves. Right. They say, okay, what am I doing with my personal situation get, to get the right team around me to help me get where I need to go? Absolutely. Now, speaking of having the right team around you, if you want to have the right team around you, let me give you the phone number you can call Michael and the team. 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. Now, as we stated earlier before, Michael recently had the chance to speak with Kevin Lace. Now, Kevin is a former Navy SEAL who was part of SEAL Team 3, who along with Chris Kyle, uh, that was the American Sniper movie. Kevin has just written a book. It's now a bestseller, The Last Punisher, a SEAL Team 3 sniper's true account of the battle in Ramadi. Let's hear Michael's interview with Kevin now. Awesome. Glad that uh, both of you are there. Thanks for joining, by the way. Thanks for having us, Michael. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, uh, obviously, uh, I want to just kind of dive in a little bit. You guys have had a lot of exposure here. And by the way, congrats on your best-selling uh, book now, National Bestseller. Great stuff. Last Punisher. So pretty cool. Thank you, sir. You know, uh, we worked hard on it, Lindsay, uh, Ethan, and myself, and we're really happy with the product. And, you know, we had a great team. You know, and that was a question that I had for you guys, and it's neat that, Lindsay, you're involved in joining us as well. You know, the idea of family working together. My wife's really involved in us and in, in what we do and helping clients and all that we do. But let me ask you this. How important was it for you, Kevin, to really be in a place where you had Lindsay kind of by your side and, and kind of bringing out of you the best? It, it didn't start with The Last Punisher. It started back when I left the teams. And, you know, mm. people always ask you, what's the hardest thing you've ever done in the SEAL teams? And I tell them every single time, leaving. Um, because I knew that whatever job I went into, I was never going to find 10 to 15 dudes who were willing to jump in front of a bullet when it's headed my way. I mean, that's a big deal leaving, you know, whether it's the SEAL teams, the Marines, the Army, you know, that bond of brotherhood is strong. And I realized as you go forward, that friend group that you had gets smaller and smaller and smaller. People go their own ways, you know, they go back to team life. And I went back to school. And the person Mm. who's been by my side since the day I met her in 2007 through the whole school period to now was Lindsay. So Mm. having her a part of the process, um, you know, was reassuring because I knew, one, she'd write it, you know, extremely well (laughs) uh, because she's wicked smart. And, (laughs) And, you know, I was able to share things on a different level that, you know, I had told her a lot of the stories, but I was able to go into more detail um, and really uh, felt at ease. And she helped me... um, 
she asked the right questions, which got the right answers, which turned into great writing. That's awesome. Well, I've always heard, you know, that behind a good man is a good woman. So how about that? So let's let's dispel or a surprised one or a surprised yes. one. But, <laughs> but I will go. I will tell you, Michael, that it's um, beside <laughs> you, and she's been definitely beside me the the entire mm. time. That's important. Well, you know, and Lindsay, that's a question that I maybe have for you for some of the other uh, wives or spouses out there. How is it uh, to kind of deal and cope when you have your spouse away and knowing what they're doing? You know, and you don't always know what he's doing when it's in a situation like this. And it's, it is very stressful. And sometimes Mm -hmm. I've talked to a lot of um, women who dealt with this, you know, many years ago. And I think the information age has almost, it spoiled us and maybe it's even made it worse. Cause I know when Kevin was gone in 2008, he was really lucky. He had internet, you know, he had satellite internet, he had a a sat phone and everything. And so I I got to where I was used to hearing from him like the same time every day. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't hear from him by that time every day, I would start to worry. And then I would, yeah. you know, hours would go by and I would really start to freak out until I heard from him finally. And, or he would tell me, you know, obviously he couldn't tell me where he was going or what he was doing, but that he wasn't going to call me for a few days. Yeah. So for those three or four days, you know, I, I knew he was out outside the wire doing whatever they did, but I, I didn't know if he was okay. You know, it was, it's really stressful, you know, but you kind of just try to stay busy and try not to think about it, even though it's all you think about. And you just wait and there's not a whole lot. You don't, you rely on your family and your friends and yeah. try to just get through it. Yeah, it's, it's got to be a tough time. And, you know, Kevin, you, you mentioned a little bit about the idea of school and, and almost kind of dropping out before I, I was kind of watching, which is interesting because, you know, I went to Liberty. So I was in Virginia close to I always drive drove past JMU. I, so I know where that is. Yep. And, uh, you know, my question to you is this, because, you know, we're in a situation where a lot of people in America today, we kind of live in more of a lazy culture, right? They're not, they're not really willing to stand for things. And even when we work with our clients, the focus isn't just protecting and growing wealth, but it's actually living on purpose. Money's for a reason, right? So let's, let's move it in the right direction. And I know that for you, you had mentioned in the past that the events of 9-11 obviously impacted a lot of us in this country. And that was really the catalyst, I believe, that caused you to say, I want to go join the Navy. What kind of advice would you give to folks that are out there today that are trying to find direction in life, purpose in life to say, listen, you got to latch on to something to really add value to other people so we can all win in, in this life deal? That's a great question. You know, I up until 9-11, I think my eyes were closed. Um, you know, unfortunately, my eyes opened up that day and my ears did as well. And I, you know, somehow answered a calling, I guess, that I didn't even know was coming, Mm. which led me to joining the Navy. And then, you know, everything has progressed since then. But I believe, I firmly believe since I left the Navy and Lindsay can attest to that, we have, her and I, you know, we have gone ahead and taken full advantage of every single potential opportunity that is there. And, you know, you need to be aggressive. You have to go out, you have to get after it. Um, you can't be reliant on people handing stuff to you. And mm-hmm. I don't say that tongue in cheek. You know, I knew as a non-traditional student going back to school that if I you know, got offered a job, I have to work as hard as I can in addition to going through school to maximize you know, our family's potential um, and get to the next step. But always having a goal, getting after it, um, and not being afraid to fail. And I think a yeah. lot of people are deterred when they're like, I might not make this. Well, I start yeah. off with, I will make this and prove mm-hmm. me wrong. And that's, mm-hmm. um, I think that's a good part of where and how we got to this point. That's awesome. And, you know, it reminds me of a quote. Uh, I'm a big fan of Zig Ziglar. He says, you are the only one who can use your ability. It's an awesome responsibility. 
and you kind of talked about kind of, you know, listening to and tuning and focusing in to the call. Obviously, you got this book out, Last Punisher. Let's talk just a minute about that. What is your main goal with this book as far as to reach the country and the world, really? Well, I, hopefully the country and the world read it. Uh, that'd be great. <laughs> um, you know, start, start with step one, right? Start with step one. Well, I, you yeah. know, if you look at the cover, people are going to look at the cover. Mm-hmm. And be, well, this is another Navy SEAL book. You know, it's got a guy with a gun. It says mm-hmm. Ramadi and there's a trident. Um, so there is the entertainment factor with this book. Um, it has historical relevance. Obviously, Ramadi is back in the news. There's a reason why it's back in the news. Um, a lot of failed policy has gotten us to this point. Um, but I want people to read this book and pull away. How can I be a better person? How can I change mm-hmm. my life? This person has made these mistakes. How did they recover? You know, I talk about just about failing out of school. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, a good amount of people can say have struggled, um, have been in that position or have kids in that position. And this is where opening up your eyes can change your, your, your direction. Um, I talk about loss. You know, every single person has experienced loss in some capacity. It's how you respond, um, you know, changes your direction. Um, you know, people mm-hmm. read books about combat, but you never really hear people talk about being afraid. And people ask me, were you ever afraid in combat? I get this from kids all the time. I'm like, you bet I was. You know, I, you yeah. can't do what we did without <laughs> being scared. scared. Right. But you know, yeah. fear is innate. You know, fear happens. It's what keeps you alive, but it's what you do in spite of fear that really defines you. And I, I want to show that with the people that we, um, you know, worked with that are a part of the brotherhood and how we responded and how we were able to make, you know, distinct um, actual change in Ramadi with the Army and the Marines. That's great. Well, well, first off, let me just say, uh, Kevin and Lindsay both, thanks for joining us. You know, it's, it's really great to have both of you as a team. I, I love the fact that you're kind of traveling and doing it that way because I think there's a lost, you know, thing in this country today, and that is the importance of the, the Family Foundation. So I appreciate that. Thank you for your service, and thanks for joining us on the show. Michael, thank you for having us. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Have a great one. Well, thanks again, guys, for joining us. And uh, boy, it's always exciting, folks, to have different guests on the show. And again, each and every week, if you've missed the previous uh, segment of the show or can't listen to it all because you're in your car running around, visit us at leanonthewall.com. Again, leanonthewall.com. Click on Radio Media, and you'll be able to subscribe to the show, and you'll get the feeds each and every week so you can stay up to date with who we're interviewing and what's going on. But I think it's important to make sure that we uh, realize that it's important to express gratitude in life. You know, the more you express gratitude for what you have, the more you will have to express gratitude for. So as you live your life this next week, I'm going to challenge you to go out there and encourage someone in a new way. Until next week, here's to living well in any economy, and we'll see you all next week. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to the Wealth and Health Radio Show with Michael Wall. To schedule your own personal appointment, call 888-511-WALL. That's 888-511-9255. And to find out more about Michael and the Wall Financial Group, head to leanonthewall.com. Investment advisory services offered through Wall Private Wealth. Wall Private Wealth and Wall Financial Group, Inc. are not affiliated.